On today's show, I'm going to explain to you exactly the reason why the University of Cincinnati and the city of Cincinnati is now officially a football town. Our Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wow, March really came in like a lion and out like a lamb. Is that how you say it? Anyway, welcome to Lockdown Bearcats on this last day of March, on this Friday, March 31st, 2023. Alex Frank here, your host, each and every day here on Lockdown Bearcats, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every single day. Today's episode of Lockdown Bearcats is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Lockdown. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash lockdown today to get started. As I mentioned, you know who I am. I don't need to say my name twice, although I've done that before. Anyway, um, the Reds falling on opening day yesterday, 5-4. to four. It was fun to watch a baseball game again. It really was. Uh, it had some skyline, had a Michelob. Uh, did not get to the Crown Royale, but that's okay. But here's my takeaway, and, and it relates so well to the University of Cincinnati. As I'm watching the game yesterday, I was interested in seeing how the the new rules were going to impact watching a baseball game. The pitch clock, the larger bases, the banning of the shift, whatever. And I'm going to be honest. It cemented to me why this city and university will always... Guys, I'm going to be honest. Okay. I'm going to be honest. The University of Cincinnati, and I have said this many times, and I've done this topic many times. The University of Cincinnati has become a football football school. Because as soon as you break through in the sport of football, it never leaves your identity because of how big college football is. And for years, we as Bearcat fans, students, alumni have wanted to be a part of the Power Five, the big boys, the college football playoff, et cetera, et cetera. What I'm saying is the University of Cincinnati has broken through in football. They've been in the college football playoff. Recruiting now matters here. There are things within the sport of college football you care about, the transfer portal, the schedule. The AP Top 25. There are things you care about that other schools obsess over. If Alabama drops to number two after a close win, all Hades breaks loose in Tuscaloosa. Now if the Bearcats drop from 19 to 24, all Hades breaks loose in Cincinnati. Wasn't like that 10 years ago. Wasn't like that five years ago. Wasn't like that when I started my four years at Cincinnati when I covered the team, let alone, you know, whatever it was. But what's interesting to me is watching the Reds game yesterday. See, baseball is a unique sport, and I'm on Twitter during the game. See what other people are saying. 
And I'm on Twitter for various reasons. But one of the reasons, but I saw one tweet that stood out to me. I saw one tweet from Andrew Kastrovitz. And it got me thinking. And I I don't want to be too impressioned by it. But it just got me thinking. And Andrew Kastrovitz, for those who aren't familiar with him, or actually it might be Andy Kastrovitz. Let me see if I can find this tweet here. Oh, I know it's somewhere. That's weird. Oh, here we go. Uh, Anthony Kastrovitz, that's his name. Um, He's an MLB Network contributor. He is a writer for MLB. He's the author of A Fan's Guide to Baseball Analytics. And Cincinnati, the Bearcats again, because they've broken through in football and because of something I'm going to talk about in segment two, football is a, um, it fits perfectly into our lives. That's something Lance McAllister brought up. So actually he retweeted something from Magnum Serpentine 108. And he said, What makes baseball unique is that it is meant to be slow, non-violent, at least tries to be, something that people can sit, relax, and enjoy for a whole afternoon. The new rules ruin the tradition of sitting for four to five hours enjoying a good game of baseball. Thanks, MLB. Anthony said, it's true. My grandparents met when they were sitting for four to five hours watching a good game of baseball together. They were the only people still in the stands in hour four, so just And that really stuck out to me. Because of the new rule changes, baseball fits differently into our lives. No longer, and I found myself today doing this, I felt compelled to sit and watch every pitch because of the pitch clock. I couldn't fall asleep or do something else, even though historically the pace of a baseball game has allowed you to do that. And I'm starting to think, did these rules ruin what was already a great product? I think it adds a great element of suspense, but it really doesn't. And now I'm wondering if a sport that has undergone some minor changes in recent years, interleague play throughout the entire season, excuse me, Um, the banning of the shift, which I really don't have a big issue with, three batter minimum for relievers, etc. Pitchers don't bat in either league. Did they ruin something, mound visits per game? Did they ruin something, uh, getting rid of the intentional walk where you had to throw four straight pitches? Did they ruin the nuances of the game? And there are a lot of intricacies to the game of baseball. And every decision, because of how sacred the game is, gets scrutinized. So maybe there's no perfect solution. You're trying to fix something as, it, as you keep modernizing in other areas of your life. And but then if you say, well, if you don't fix it, then well, then what are you gonna do? It's a rough situation to be in. But let's compare baseball to football. 
and why football fits perfectly into our lives. I'll explain that after I explain to you how this episode of Lockdown Bearcast is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. The tournament is heating up. The Final Four is tomorrow, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. It's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot. And a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Here's something I love about football. The product. But there's something about that product. Lance McAllister brought this up one night. When you think of the sport of football, how it fits in your life, all you have to do is carve out three hours of your week to watch your favorite team play. It's 17 games a year, plus however many more if you go to the playoffs. And the talking points that stem from a game, practice, signing, draft pick, injury, decision made in the game, it is all talked about for days and weeks. When we talk about in the media what moves the needle, football moves the needle. Because it doesn't divide our country. We have, and I'm not, because it doesn't divide people, I should say. We all have differing opinions. That's fine. But because of those differing opinions, we are united when we talk about football. Bearcats football is now talked about on a weekly basis. Last year, we would talk about the inability to run the football. Ben Bryant, Luke Fickle's in-game decisions, the penalties. They were all talked about for days and weeks. That is what makes football so great. The sport of football fits perfectly into our lives. It's in the fall. It's when you're with family. It's, it it just, the once a week thing, you know exactly what day you're playing. Like, I couldn't tell you what days the Reds have off. And baseball, yes, we are all Reds fans, including me. But it feels like you have to carve out three hours of your day 162 times a year. And when you think about it, that adds up to almost half a year. No one has time for that. And if you think you do, then you're going to run the issues. I've tried it. It doesn't work. And you can say to yourself, there are so many games in a baseball season, but then you still end up watching game 34. Football, you know the schedule when it comes out. You never forget about it until the season opener or leading up to the season opener. It just fits, right? 
football has changed its product. But it has done so in a way that has coincided with the modernization of the game. You're not allowed to hit as hard as you once were. But that makes it for fun. Athleticism, performances from wide receivers. You know, the quarterbacks are athletic now. This is what you want. And think about how much the sport is marketed. Think about, like, right now, it's March 31st. What are you thinking about Cincinnati sports fans? I'm listening to Mo Egger, Tony Pike, and Austin Omore on ESPN 1530 yesterday. It was opening day, and yet they were talking about Joe Burrow's contract extension. Guys, even during the offseason, football is king because of the buildup to the season. Football does take up half of the year. I'm not saying it doesn't. But it does so in a way where the big part of the season, the games, are only three hours a week. And you know exactly when you're playing, you know exactly what day, who you're playing, and the week leading up is the buildup and the anticipation. And then after the game, you have this adrenaline, you crash and you say, oh my gosh, how am I supposed to do this next week? And then you do it all over again. And at the University of Cincinnati, that's how we do it. Right? Because of how good the Bearcats are, because of how good the Bengals are. When you have a good football team in your city, and I have experienced this, you all have experienced this, in the last two seasons, really three, in the last few seasons, we've seen our university go to the college football playoff and the Bengals go to the Super Bowl. And when those things happen, the city is as invested in the team as any team that there is. If the Reds go on a World Series run, yes. But baseball is every single day. And I'm concerned after watching the game yesterday that the product of the game may have been improved, but in reality, it may have not. And it almost made the game, it almost made you as a fan having a harder time watching it. Because, you know, it's not naturally paced anymore. Didn't feel that way. A great point brought up by John Sadak on the broadcast yesterday was the suspense when a closer is on the mound in the ninth inning. He's going to have time, a time constraint to throw the ball. It's weird, right? And maybe again, growing pains and there might be that way. I'm not saying the game is completely ruined. I thought the broadcast felt like a normal broadcast, but the game itself, it, it, it looked different. Maybe it'll get better. I don't know. I do know that this episode of Lockdown Bearcats is brought to you by Built Bar. The Bill Marsh Madness bracket is here. We know you have a favorite bar or puff, and now is your time to make it count. Go to BillMarchMadness.com to vote for your favorites. You know I'll be voting for the Cookie Dough Chunk Puff. If you want the... Uh, I don't know, UConn Huskies to win the NCAA tournament, then you'll be voting for that bar too, or puff too. Support your team, support your bar or puff. And when you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you will be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky locked on listeners, excuse me, will get a free box 
of Built. Not only that, but one Locked On fan will win a 12-month subscription to Built to have Built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. Now, what makes Built and bars and puffs so good? Well, for one, they're all covered in high protein, low in sugar, and 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. Run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you're there. You can vote every day in March. So hop in and support your pick. Again, baseball still is popular in Cincinnati. Largest opening, largest regular season crowd in Great American Ballpark history yesterday. But when you think about the sport of football and the product and how it fits in your daily life, all week you're building up to the game, you're getting excited. Game day is an event. Game from the getting up to whatever you eat for breakfast, whether it be Kroger cinnamon rolls or um, an egg sandwich or, you know, um, I, I mean, I have a breakfast tacos, whatever it is, game day is an experience, is an event. It's an all-day thing. When you go to the game, when you go to a Bearcats game, you get up to tailgate, you go to the game, you go to the bars after the game. When you go to a Bengals game, you go to tailgate, you go to the game, you go back home and eat dinner after the game, and the post-game meal is a, you know, a thing. So at the end of the day, it's an all-day thing. You're going on Twitter. You're seeing what what Scott Satterfield eventually will be in this position, what he's saying, what the quarterback is saying. You're seeing what, you know, Zach Taylor, Joe Burrow, and Jamar Chase, what they're saying. And you're reading what's being written. And you're, and you're going, well, is this true? Is this not? Whatever. And that's what we love about football. The intensity and the fact that you only get 17 given games a year. 17. Jim Harbaugh has a saying. Jim Harbaugh and Michigan have a saying. Every day is important, but only 12 of them count. In college football, you're only given 12 games a year. The Bearcats only have 12 games next year. And yet you train seven months. And that's why when you lose a game to like UCF on the road, it stings. You lose a baseball game, eh, next day. You'll get them next day. You lose a football game, it's easy to say, oh, yeah, you got it next week. Okay. You lose in the AFC Championship game after working that hard. It is stinging, man. And I, I can't speak for the players. I can't speak for me as a fan. I invest everything as a fan. Like, you know... I'm going to be honest, when I was in school, I, I invested myself into Bearcats football and men's basketball. I was a good student. I wasn't like my sister, who was a 4.0. But I would sometimes prioritize, and my mom is going to, you know, probably grill me tomorrow for saying this, but... I would sometimes prioritize sports over school. You know why? Because, yes, school's important. And I was told that, and I believed it. But there's something about being invested into a team. You feel a part of something. 
When you're in school, it's you versus yourself and you're competing with others. When you're a fan of a team, you are part of a community. I feel a part of the community, being a Bearcats fan, a Bengals fan. I feel a part of it. And football is that. If it comes down to it, if you had to say to me on a Sunday, and you have a test on Monday, you're going to study for it or are you going to watch the game? I'm going to watch the game, of course. On a Saturday for the Bearcats. Hey, you got a, um, a midterm on Monday. You need to study for it. Yeah, but the Bearcats are playing. Yeah, but you got to study for a midterm. Yeah, but you only get 12 games a year. And honestly, listen. As my mom always tells me, and I've been told this by many people, by many people, grades matter. You can't just slack off. I got a 3.0 in college. In other words, I was I was a B student in college. Pretty good. But like, listen. Okay. Listen. Grades matter. Do you know what else matters? Is being invested and not wanting to miss something that's so communal and so mesmerizing and so just powerful. You feel a part of something when you root for the Bearcats. You won't even remember. And and, and they are going to look at your grades. They're going to look at your experiences. I mean, I called plenty of great games in my time at Cincinnati. Plenty of big games and events. And I was fortunate enough to be able to do all that. Football fits like a glove. Once a week, you build up to it. You're reading about it during the week. I mean... Like, we cared when, who was it, Willie Gay, linebacker of the Chiefs, was asked, well, what impresses you about the Bengals' offense? Nothing. Well, that got the juices flowing. Joe Burrow, you know, how do you, how do you handle being an underdog? I never feel like an underdog. Boom. Press conference quotes matter in football. They don't matter in baseball. You might hear it during a segment. But guys, let's be honest. Baseball does still fit into our lives. But now you, have, but now you feel compelled to watch every pitch because of the pitch clock. You feel like you can't do other things in addition to the game. And it's 162 times a year. So you can say, well, we got it tomorrow. Uh, you know, if I don't watch tonight's game, all right, whatever. But then it's like you ne- but then you have that feeling you never know what you're gonna miss. It's hard. That's why football fits perfectly. You don't have to worry about missing a game. You're not going to. Because you know exactly when you're playing, who you're playing, etc. That's why football's game. Well, that's it for March. How about that? Uh final four tomorrow. I like San Diego State and UConn to advance to Monday night's national championship in Houston. Um Plenty of great content for you coming out next week. We're going to try and get Neil Meyer of the front office news on for our weekly Monday segment, Bearcats practice in full swing. Um, Congratulations, by the way, to Desmond Ritter being named the starting quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons, as as announced by head coach Arthur Smith. We're going to try and get him on, Desmond Ritter, on the show 
this week. So really looking forward to talking about that. Um, what else we got? Uh, the usual suspects, Russ Heldman will be on, I think, next week for a weekly live room. And spring practice, we'll get to some basketball news if we can, you know, talk about that. Um, I'm going to talk about the same thing I did yesterday or Wednesday, targets in the transfer portal. We did it for offense last week or last week, this past week, second window. Now the defense. Who do the Bearcats want to target on the defensive side in the transfer portal? So really looking forward to that. Really looking forward to being back with all of you next week. Have a great weekend. Um, Stay safe. Stay healthy with with whatever you're doing. So you can keep making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. How about for your second listen today, you check out our brand new podcast, Lockdown College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus, Hear from big-name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Locked on College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. For Locked on Bearcats, I'm Alex Frank on Twitter at Frankie underscore Natty. Instagram, Alex Frank, not underscore, and email, Alex3Frank at gmail.com. Have a great weekend. I'm back on Monday right here on Locked on Bearcats.